All right. This is Reeling in the Years. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. Thank you for listening. This week, it's a listener-suggested theme. Mike wrote to me a few weeks ago and requested that I play songs that include at least one unconventional instrument, something other or in addition to guitar, bass, piano, and drums. You can see the playlist on reelinwithryan.com. I've also listed the unconventional instrument or instruments with each song. This song opens with a device that was created by the group's guitarist, Eddie Van Halen. He took the car horn out of each band member's car and mounted them in a box, which was powered by two car batteries and a foot switch. When played, it produced a backwards blare of the horns. Here's Van Halen with Runnin' With The Devil.
across your back. I can, I can see you had your fun, but uh, darling, can't you see my signals turn from green to red? And with you, I can see a traffic jam straight up ahead.
the Trogs with a song that showcases the ocarina. It was Wild Thing, and that's a type of wind instrument that was developed over 12,000 years ago. And Jimi Hendrix and his experience gave us crosstown traffic. Hendrix played a makeshift kazoo on that song by using a comb and tissue paper. It's all right, CY, and this week I'm featuring songs that include at least one unconventional instrument. You can venture over to reelinwithryan.com to see the playlist and the unique instrument or instruments used on each song. This song's pulsating bass line was created using a Moog synthesizer. Here's Stevie Wonder with Boogie on Reggae Woman. Try to do it. Yeah. 
segment two.
The Beatles, and from 1967, that was Baby, You're a Rich Man. So who are the beautiful people? Well, John Lennon was referring to hippies. Dexie's Midnight Runners, using the Celtic fiddle to produce the energetic sounds of Come On Eileen. The first part of their name is short for the drug Dexedrin, which was the drug of choice in those days as it gave folks a nice boost of energy. And we opened with Talking Heads and uh Uh-Oh, Love Comes to Town, which is the opening track from their 1977 debut, Talking Heads 77. It's all right, T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. This week, it's songs that include at least one unusual instrument. If you'd like to know what instrument or instruments were used, visit the playlist page on reelinwithryan.com. Coming up, David Gilmore of Pink Floyd discusses the inspiration behind the song Shine On You, Crazy Diamond. A lot of people refer to this song as Teenage Wasteland, and that was a working title, but the group eventually settled on the name Baba O'Reilly, which is the combination of two names, Meher Baba and Terry Riley. Baba was an Indian spiritual guru, while Riley is a musician who specializes in minimalism. Here are the who.
That was The Who on R.I.T.Y. Let's move on to a song that utilizes the wine glass harp. It's Pink Floyd with Shine On You Crazy Diamond Parts 1 through 5. This song is a tribute to former band member Sid Barrett, who left the group in 1968 because of deteriorating mental health brought on by his usage of psychedelic drugs. It's off their 1975 album, Wish You Were Here, and here's guitarist and co-vocalist David Gilmore discussing an unusual occurrence that happened during one of the recording sessions for the album. I can remember the sounds and the smells and the feeling of being in Abbey Road Number 3 working on that album quite clearly. There are pauses, and on the Wish You Were Here album, there were probably more pauses than normal, where people would be sitting, playing backgammon or darts, or sitting down in the canteen, having cups of tea and chatting. And one day there's the sort of legendary story of uh, Sid Barrett turning up. And we were in the control room when Sid was wandering around on the other side of the glass. I mean, what you actually generally think is it must be a friend of Nick's or a friend of Roger's or a friend of Rick's, and they thought it was a friend of mine or something, who's wandering around, you know, nosing about with our, our equipment. But after a while, you'd say to one of the roadies or something, 
check that guy out. Who is he? You know, is he anyone's friend? Throw him out, you know. Um, but at some point, someone, maybe me, recognized him. We did all try to talk to him. I don't think he made much sense in anything he said. And it's only afterwards, when you um, get home and you think about it, you think, that was really odd and really weird. And it's kind of really sad to see him because um, none of us had really seen him for three or four years. He was still the handsome, charismatic, slim, curly-haired guy that we all knew so well. Um, and now he was fat, bald, and um, shaved eyebrows. A very depressing sight to behold. It's a tragedy. It's a, it's a one little window into Sid's particular tragedy.
Segment three. We're so sorry 
walks down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot at redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well-lit door. Just a beer belly, beer belly. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty, Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street, he says, Why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention, and all my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? Be ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me,
That was Paul Simon with You Can Call Me Al. And he was inspired to write that after attending a party with French composer Pierre Boulez. He walked up to Simon at the party and mistakenly called him Al. Speaking of Al, Paul and Linda McCartney opened the set with Uncle Albert's Admiral Halsey. And that song makes use of a xylophone, violin, and includes orchestral backing. This is R.I.T.Y. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Jansen. On this week's program, I'm featuring songs that include at least one unconventional instrument. If you're interested in knowing the unique instrument or instruments that were used on each song, just visit the playlist page on reelinwithryan.com. And just a heads up, there will not be a block of bees this week. Here's the band with Rag Mama Rag. Segment 4 
Off of 1987's Diesel and Dust, that was the Australian group Midnight Oil with Beds Are Burning. And that song makes use of the didgeridoo, which dates back to the Aboriginal Australians. And the Hooters got us going with And We Danced. That features a melodica, and a nickname for a melodica is a hooter, and that explains where the group's name came from. If you're just now tuning in, this is Reelin' in the Years. I'm Ryan Jansen, and the theme is songs that include at least one unique instrument. Here's another group from Down Under. It's ACDC with It's a Long Way to the Top.
Segment 5. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair Boys and Good Vibrations, and that song includes a wide variety of unique instruments, and you can see the entire list on the playlist page on reelinwithryan.com. This is R.I.T.Y. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. This week, I'm spotlighting songs that feature at least one unconventional instrument. 
Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite is the final track on side one of the Beatles' 1967 album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Here's John Lennon discussing how he was inspired to write the song after buying an old circus poster at a junk shop. It's from a Victorian poster which I bought in a... In a um you have to let me show it you. you. You might even want to print it. It's so cosmically beautiful from that period that everything is on this one poster for Pablo Fanke's fair, which is a genuine thing that must have happened in the 1800s. I bought it in a junk shop, and everything is from there except for the horse wasn't called Henry. Now, there was all stories about Henry the horse being heroin. I'd never seen heroin in that period. And uh, that was mine from a poster which almost has the whole story in it about turning somers to how many they call it somersets in Victorian days, uh, turning so many somersaults and Mr. Kite and all those names are all exactly on this 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 Victorian poster. Yeah, I used to have it hanging on the wall and I just sang it. I had the piano look round. There was this whole story, so I just sang it.
thinking of lying to her about and then she turned to go the prince of peace embrace the goon
was Zeppelin with a folk duet sung by Robert Plant and Sandy Denny. It was the Battle of Evermore, which is based off of The Lord of the Rings. Coming up in just about 10 minutes, it's this week in rock and roll. In the meantime, here's Chicago with 25 or 6 to 4. Waiting for the break of day 
was Jethro Toll with a song lead singer Ian Anderson wrote about the runaway train of overpopulation and capitalism. It was locomotive breath. This is RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen. It's time for This Week in Rock and Roll. Today, the band Queen launched the second season of their YouTube series, Queen, The Greatest Live. The new season features 50 videos and will once again include archival and contemporary footage of live performances and behind-the-scenes interviews. This year marks the 50th anniversary of Pink Floyd's iconic album, The Dark Side of the Moon, and they're celebrating the occasion with a new box set. It's coming out on March 24th. Joe Walsh's annual Vets Aid charity concert took place last November, and it raised a lot of money to help veterans' organizations. He just announced his organization has handed out $650,000 in grants to charities in Ohio. 
Finally, a new biography on Leon Russell will be released on March 14th. It's called Leon Russell, The Master of Space and Time's Journey Through Rock and Roll History. That's this week in rock and roll. Let's get back to songs that include at least one unique instrument. This one includes several. And don't forget, you can see a list of the unique instruments used on the playlist page at reelinwithryan.com. Here are the Beatles and Within You, Without You.
Segment six. Putting me on. 
God say no, Abe say what? God say you can do what you want, Abe, but uh, next time you see me coming, you better run. Well, Abe said, well, you want this killing done? God said, all down Highway 61. Sam, he had a bloody nose Well, fatty partner, they wouldn't give him no clothes He asked poor Howard, where can I go? Howard said, there's only one place I know Sam said, tell me quick, man, I got to run Oh, Howard just pointed with his gun And said, that way down Highway 61 Finger said to Louis the King, I got 40 red, white, blue shoe strings and a thousand telephones that don't ring. Do you know where I can get rid of these things? And Louis the King said, Let me think for a minute, son. Then he said, Yes, I think it can be easily done. Just take everything down to Highway 61. She says it's much too white He said come here and step into the light He says mm, you're right Let me tell a second mother this has been done But the second mother was with the seventh son And they were both out on Highway 61 was very bored trying to create a next world war he found a promoter who nearly fell off the floor he said i've never engaged in this kind of thing before but yes i think it can be very easily done we'll just put some bleachers out in the That was Bob Dylan with Highway 61 Revisited. If you were wondering what that high-pitched noise was, it's a slide whistle, and Dylan chose to use it instead of his harmonica. And we opened with Martha and the Vandellas and Dancing in the Street. Ivory Joe Hunter co-wrote that song, and he liked it, but he didn't care for the drumming. He felt it needed more bump and grind. Those are his words. So he went out to his car and he grabbed a tire iron. He then sat on the studio's concrete floor and slammed the tool against the floor on the downbeat, and that sound created one of the most defined and distinctive drum beats in rock and roll history. 
We are nearing the end of this week's edition of RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen, and I've been featuring songs that use at least one unique instrument. Thanks to Mike for the suggestion, and uh, you can recommend themes too. Just use the contact option on reelinwithryan.com. And uh, hey, while you're out there, you can also get more information on the podcast. Again, it's reelinwithryan.com. I'll be frank. I think this last song is downright corny, but the majority must not agree with me because it was a minor hit for the band Jackal in 1992. Let's fire up the chainsaw because it's time for the Lumberjack. 